Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome on. So I remember early on in my um, coaching uh, coaching career, uh, the first opportunity that I, first few opportunities that I started to receive to work with people or athletes in the professional space, right? It didn't matter the sport. You know, there's, and there was a part that was really intriguing because you know, without question that you're working with the absolute best in the world at what they do. You know, you can work with CEOs and even Fortune 500 million dollar companies, and there's other really good CEOs. So could you qualify that person as being one of the best CEOs in the, in the world? You Probably. You can work with business owners, same thing. You can work with individuals uh, at different spaces and parts of their journey in different ways and feel like in some ways you're working with, depending on the relationship and depending on the work, you can title or give someone the title of one of the best human beings in the world. But undoubtedly, when you're working with professional athletes, you know that under the sky in the world, you're working with the absolute best at that that they do. And I remember like when I first started doing that work and working in that space, you know, it took some it took some getting used to, you know, and I went for a long time without what without personally making space for people or for players that played in the NFL. And I did that primarily because I think there was still a huge part of me that identified so closely with um, the journey and the path that I committed so much of my life to um, in attempts to or in pursuit of arriving at, a, at that goal of becoming an NFL player and seeing players that I played with in college or high school continue to evolve in that sport on a professional level. I think it was just a little bit still something that I wasn't really to, wasn't willing to meet head on as far as the meaning that I was given to it, the impact that it was having on me and, and how much of my self-worth and identity was put into um, what I was doing or the, 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 the ability to be able to do this or play this sport. So I, I realized it was still a sore spot. So for a long time, not a long time, but for the first couple years at coaching, you know, I would coach a lot of M- NBA, MLS, MLB, and um, and it was it it was rewarding and equal parts uh, fulfilling. And then, you know, I, I healed and kind of expanded beyond what I was kind of blocking and what I was working through. So then I started working with uh, some um, NFL athletes as well, and, and now I, I just have a better balance. But I say that to say it's an exciting opportunity. It's one of those things where you're 
you're acknowledging, but you, in, in a lot of ways, it inspires you. Well, it inspired me. You know, you're, watch, you're, you're working with these individuals who come from different parts of the world, who are all committed to their craft and have reached a level of being the best in the world at what they do. And for me, it was inspiring. For me, it's always been, okay, well, what can you extract from these relationships to help propel your vision or to help inspire the vision that you have for yourself? So I'm always looking for opportunities um, to do that. What made the uh, what made the situation three, probably three years ago now, well, going into my third season um, with Inner Miami, was that it was an opportunity for me to be able to facilitate the psychological philosophy and and cultural um, landscape or outline for an entire professional program, right? It wasn't, hey, Fahim, we want you to work with this specific player. It was more so, hey, we want you to come in and help us structure it. And that was like really, even now I, I still count my blessings and you know I show up, show up for work every day, it doesn't feel like work. But the difference when you're stepping into a space where you're constructing things for and helping create an outline or a curriculum for something that the coach or the organization wants the team to um, collectively pursue or collectively work towards helping them become more efficient in messaging, become clear in mission, become very regiment in, in certain patterns and certain um, habits and practices. And like, so when you're working with an organization, you quickly run into something that you would hardly ever run into when you work with a player individually. And of course, there's a myriad of different differences between working with a specific player as opposed to working with a team. But one of the biggest things for me that stood out the very first year was that it all comes down to relationships. Now you may be on other in this microphone and you're saying, well, yeah, no shit, everything in life comes down to relationship. That's not what I mean. What I mean is when you're working with an organization of professional athletes, but you're working through the, con through the context of the organization, what you have to understand is that the relationship aspect of the work that you do with the players with whom you do it could be something that not only is a huge contributor to the experience, but it can also be a contributor to your suffering as well. I remember building beautiful bonds with certain players on the first season of the team that weren't there in the next season. So you have to learn the the, you have to learn the industry that you're in and you have to understand the, the nature of the beast. So you're building these substantial relationships and yeah, players could technically, even when they evolve into different teams, continue to build that relationship and do the work. Um, but for the most part, no matter the richness of the relationship, no matter the work that you guys un uncovered together during your time together, no matter the impact on that person's performance and play, if they're out of there, they're out of there. And for me, someone who gets so much fulfillment for pouring into other people, for investing into other people, building into those relationships, that was something that was really hard for me to process the first year. I just had to get, I had to get used to it. But I wanted to continue to show up and be authentic Fahim without kind of like hedging my bet for the, for the next season. Like I didn't want to go into my meetings now and my exchanges with players now 
with an understanding of what let me not fully pour into this relationship because I don't know where this player is and how this player is, whether this player is going to be here next year. So I didn't want to operate in that way. I still want to operate very much from the core of my authenticity and integrity. But that was something that bothered me, um, honestly, at the, at the beginning of this process. And now going into season three, having two years under my belt in this experience and then also working on a college level and having the same situation with senior players working with a college as opposed to work with the players individually, you understand that it's part of the game. You understand that it's part of how it goes. But what I want to talk a little bit about today is something that equally showed up in the in, in, in the relationship between building and working with the player, but working with players who you who re-up on their contract. So you get a second year with them or third year with them. Or players who are juniors on the collegiate level and come back or seniors. And it was this one player in particular that, I mean, he and I had, and still still to this day, ha- have an amazing relationship. Like, I think there's different points along each of our journey where we do something or we work with someone that really clarifies the path that we're on, really speaks loud out loud to to us that we're on the right path, but also that this is our calling, this is the work that we're intended, or this is a work that the universe is intended for us to do. My relationship with this player created multiple moments throughout the season where that crystallized and became extremely um, clear and solidified me as not only a coach and where I was within my journey in, in life as a performance psychology coach and working for this team, but it made it clear how important the work was. And what I remember is he and I had a conversation mid-season this past season, and he was talking about some of the challenges that he was running against and some of the issues that he was having, some of the concerns, some of the disappointments and frustrations. And we were going through a list and it, it was kind of like a, this is a moment to kind of like let's get it all out like we call it a dumping session right so take a couple take a couple minutes and let's speak and create space for you to pour in or dump that dump out anything that could be triggering or taking you removing you from the experience that we're getting ready to go upon anything that extracts you out of being fully present and locked into the material that we're going to go through let's use this opportunity to create enough space within our time for you to feel as if you're being seen to share what you're sharing and either we can problem solve it and game it out or you can share it and, and then I can hold you accountable for not allowing that share to take you away from the work that we're hit, that we're intended to do. And on this particular session, once he got through his share, you know, we started to problem solve it a little bit. Okay, so we were like, okay, so there's, there's about eight things that are bothering you. Okay, so what's true about each one of those things? What what's also true is a different way that you can say it. Okay, how can you take ownership? Is there is there victim language in this? Where's the language in this? Um, you know, so we started to problem solve it. And what I what I realized earlier on in this problem solving process is the list of complaints and problems, frustrations that he had written down almost to a T matched the list of problems, limitations, resistance, anxieties, whatever, issues as the season before. Like almost to the T, whereas the season before he had nine, this season he had eight. But they were the same body of complaints. 
the same body of you know of of, of issues within um, within where he was within the organization where he was within the season where he was as a player in his career the same things and here's what I challenge here, here's here's what I landed on like and, and I know this is a blanket statement and I, I feel like it resonates for me with me if it doesn't resonate for you though throw, throw that shit out but if you if you spend your life if you spend your career constantly having the same problems for me what that what that says is two things. One, you're losing out on an opportunity to problem solve where you are to get beyond it so that you can start creating some new opportunities, which then bring some new challenges and new problems for you, right? Or you're complicit and complacent with where you are in your life, where those problems in and of themselves are either co-created to prevent you from having to do the work to get beyond those challenges, or you're just not willing, or you're just not ready at that point in your life to do the work, so you just rather just complain about it. So when I came to the truth and I shared that with him, you know, there was a little bit of resistance at first, of course. How do you not? I mean, how would you expect not there to be some kind of resistance? Your ego is automatically going to jump into, hey, I'll protect you here. But the reality was is that they were the same, same, same one, same list. So when I, I, you know, I left the conversation so inspired because at the end of the conversation, he was willing to take accountability and ownership. Not only in the role that he was playing, because that's the relationship he and I have. We want to challenge each other to be better men, better individuals, better fathers, better players. But we want to challenge each other to get better. And if day in, day out, month in, month out, year in, year out, you have the same issues, the same concerns, then the opportunity becomes, where can you begin to start challenging yourself to get over some of those hurdles so that you can continue to go in the right direction, in the upward direction in your life, which again comes with new problems or different problems, but let them be different in new problems. Let us not continue to live our lives in a way that continuously has us running up against the same fucking problems, same problems. So, a roundabout way I felt inspired to hop up here and kind of share a little bit of that but you know it gave me I'm, I'm big on homework the homework for that individual player was let's put today's date and let's write down the problems that you're having and our responsibility of the role that we're gonna have is to get you to get to a space where we can start where we can cut this list in half by next month so here's my challenge to you wherever you are in your life Whatever you're in pursuit of in your life, whatever you have going for you, wherever, whatever, wherever you are, where you're standing right now, where you're sitting right now, I want you to write today's date and write down the issues and the concerns and the problems that you have in your life. Write down the issues and concerns and problems you have in your relationship, the issues, concerns, and problems that you have in your career, the issues that, like, write it down and date it. Write it down and date it. And if your first response is, oh, well, you know, everything's perfect right now. I don't really have a lot of things I would write down. I don't think I would really write anything down. Sit with yourself for a little, for a little bit. Sit with yourself for a little bit. I think it was said that the hardest thing for the human being to do is to be still and to sit. So just sit with yourself and see what comes up. Because a lot of times that stuff is so deeply embedded 
into our subconscious that when we just, when we're asked the question to kind of trigger that thought process, we're so quickly to expand beyond it without allowing ourselves to go under the surface to see what actually exists. But when you sit with yourself, when you sit with that question, sometimes, sometimes, most times you'll find clarity, some things start, some, some, some aspects of the truth of that response will start coming to the surface. So I want you to be brave enough to acknowledge your list. I want you to be bold enough to create your list. I want you to be courageous enough to write your list. And when you get to the end of your list, I want you to do something that's completely out the box. And I want you to one by one go through and take personal accountability for every single thing that's on your list. I want you to one by one take personal accountability for everything that's on your list. Now, you may say, hey, you know what? I can't take responsibility for COVID. Affecting my career, my job, affecting my relationship, the dynamics within my family. I get that. If I can't control seizing and ending injury, I get that. But if we want to start having and holding each other accountable for expansive growth, for healing, for evolving, for beyonding our moment where we are right now, beyonding ourselves, then the first thing we have to do is start working through the constructs of what accountability looks like and not the victim triangle, right? So I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not here to promote opportunities where you can see yourself as a victim because we can all do that. The challenge becomes how can we take even the most dire moments and situations in our lives and find an opportunity for ownership. You get me? So I want you to write your list, date your list, take ownership of everything on your list. And then I want you to either challenge yourself to say, hey, you know what? Next week, four of these things won't be here. Next month, six of these things won't be here. Next year, it's gonna be a completely new list. That's the challenge for you. You know, I wrote my list at the end of that session and I had 10 things that were up there and it gave me a it gave me a roadmap and I started chopping things away. And then I started getting new challenges and new problems and new issues, which is good. Just because again, you want that. You can't to live a life without those concerns, issues, stressors isn't a life worth living. So you're gonna have new challenges and new problems. But what we want to do is make sure we're expanding in our lives and we're going forward, not constantly replaying the same issues, the same concerns, the same relationships, the same challenges, the same barriers. Anyway, so that's the homework. Uh, Breathe life, see ball, think ball.